This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network, now the largest new media platform on the web, and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, the AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Survivor After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Survivor After Show. That'd be funny. What's up, guys? You guys done talking? Yeah, we're done. <laughs> nice. What's up, guys? Bang is for doing. We're here at AfterBuzz Studios in beautiful Los Angeles, California, doing another live after show for Survivor Season 26, Fans vs. Favorites. Episode titled, There's Gonna Be Hell to Pay. I'm your host, AJ Gibson, joined again by my, my expert co-host to my right. You're supposed to say your name at that point? Oh, Jerry <laughs> Matthew. I was waiting for a very long uh, introduction. complimentary introduction. <laughs> the was... one, the only three-time player of Survivor, the lovely. Right. From villain to... And again, right. Okay, again. there we go, there we go. Hi, I'm Jerry Manthe. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> I am right. I'm already starting off like this. It's getting crazy. And uh, I am Justin Walter. Our very yeah. own, our Justin very own F. super Woo! fan. Justin F. Walter. It's so funny, you guys. As we were watching the episode, we were talking about how last week we thought we were a little bit giddy, yeah. and we thought there were or, fumes in here. I'm always like that. And apparently it's just this new <laughs> dynamic, because again, as soon as the camera goes on, we're all nuts. It's the Jerry effect. Can I make a quick announcement? <laughs> yes, of course. Did anybody get anything in the mail this year from someone on this show, this current season? What? This current season? No. Because I may have. What, what is what this? What are you talking about? Let me take off my jacket. Wait, what oh, is this? Oh, I got oh. a, a Team Drea t-shirt that she wow. sent me. Why don't oh, you my. read what it says on the back? Oh, wow. Hold on. It says, Ryan, love you, boo. Can't wait to live with you soon. Are you guys going to be roommates? Love. No. Love. <laughs> Wait, what? Ryan, Lo- I want you to model it right now. Love. Yeah, okay, yeah, I'm gonna yeah. come up. I'm gonna come up. <laughs> wow. First of all, will you explain what live means to him? Live live means like you're, you you live. I live for that. I live for this. It's it's sort of a sort of a slang. And she even sent you a women's small. I love that. It looks great on you. <laughs> <laughs> nice work. Oh. It, needs, look at that. it needs to be cut off. So for our like, iTunes sh- listeners, it's a purple shirt with green text. It's very tight <laughs> for Andrea Belke. Yeah. We do love her. <laughs> <laughs> and I will say this. I, uh, Andrea, I mean, I know her. We, all, we both obviously, clearly Ryan knows her a little better than I do in real life. She's a sweetheart. We're pulling for her. I'm also pulling for Brenda. But where is she at? She's not on this we season. We haven't seen her. Like, she hasn't even appeared in any of these no. episodes yet. She's not a contestant on this Who's season. Who's Brenda? <laughs> exactly. The Asian. I was just going to say that, but no. I decided the not to. The token Asian I go girl. there. Yeah, to- you Ryan's the token Asian on our panel. I am not Asian. I know he's not, but he could be. <laughs> did, did Andrea send a lot of people those shirts? For just, this, just three. Me. Just you. Only three. Oh. No, I guess she had like a big party from her hometown, and she like had them, and then she's like, well, honey, I know you love me, and it came in the mail. Oh, that's funny. Andrea, if you're yes. listening, love I ya. did pick you first in my Survivor Fantasy League with my friends. Oh, really? Justin really? wants a t-shirt. Maybe. He, <laughs> Justin would not, Andrea, if you're watching or listening, Justin would literally cry if he got a t-shirt no. from you. Drea, you should sell them. That's what I think. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. <laughs> why not? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. We sold Fab Three shirts. We did. We did. How'd that go? We sold them for a charity. Yes, yeah, is true. Um, we sold them actually when we were on our show. We sold them for a charity back home to raise money for a lake, which was kind of a whole ten issues, shirts. Right? Yeah. Sold. And we, the lake and the lake is crystal clear now. You can drink out of we it. We made a few. <laughs> we made a few grand for the charity. Oh, nice. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Anyways, so Yay. let's talk about this episode. Yes. As opposed yeah. to talking about Andrea this or is, ourselves, this which is kind of kind of a dud. Other than Shamar blowing up like twenty thousand times and threatening to quit, it was kind. Yeah, and we found out we, we kind of. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So, whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So, download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Got your happy price, Talked about this off camera last week. We found out that Shamar's kind of, we might have touched on based on this. He's a, a YouTube sensation. And someone on, on our YouTube page actually posted, hey guys, did you realize Shamar is a YouTube sensation? Posted the, the video link of eight and a half million viewers. Eight and a half yes. million viewers. Which is for, crazy. And that for, was one of them. There were several. The rest still had millions of views. Was, and he was on a bunch of talk shows yeah. and everything else. Yeah. And like, I guess he was he was uh, protesting. He was supporting the Occupy movement, mm-hmm. correct? In and, New York. Yes, Wall and Street, screaming yeah. Basically, as because he's an ex-marine, um, speaking out against the uh, the police officers or something. Is that yeah, right? Yeah, they were. It was you know when things were getting heated and the the cops were kind of being a little too physical with the people that were just standing there trying to protest. And he stood up for them and was very vocal about it. It was it was actually really cool to see. You know, it made me want to like him because yeah. I the Occupy movement is one of the biggest movements in in our time, and I I don't know I, just seeing him on Survivor this episode I was a little concerned and I I don't I don't know how I feel about him anymore just because he was so close to quitting and I now it almost sounds like they recruited him off of YouTube right clearly had to have been because his heart's not in this so what are the bets that he's ever even seen an episode of Survivor very Uh, slim or he did a he did a boot camp before he got on the show and just rented the I'm saying prior to casting I put money he's never seen one episode yeah yeah and he's supposed to be a a fan which does break my heart because you look at the you look at the the yin to his yang you look at Cochran on who initially was a fan and now is a favorite and he he talks in this episode about how he's like it's like Wednesday night at 8 o'clock all day every day here it's so exciting (laughs) this is how Justin would be if you're on the show Um, but he's so excited to be out there again and he's so endearing and so genuine and so just happy to be a part of the Survivor family Mm -hmm. and to be considered a favorite now has just got to be mind blowing for him Um, but then you see somebody you see Shamar who and I'm still you know I haven't made judgments on Shamar yet because I I I have known a lot of Shamars. I, I, who was it? <laughs> right. nah. yeah. Wow, we're getting personal. No, no, no. Oh, didn't what somebody that say that on yeah. the show? Was Sherry? Was it Sherry? Yeah, Sherry exactly. That, yeah. No, we're calling her Sandra Bullock. Yeah, she, Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock from the blind side. From the blind side. No wonder she's <laughs> taking a liking I mean, to not, be, not because she, Yeah, not because she took a liking to the big black man no. on the show. No. Because she looks like her. I never her. even thought See? of that. <laughs> I went there. Look, I'm not afraid to go there, you guys. Is she going to get him clothes next? No, Well, maybe she should because he doesn't look like an ex-Marine. Well, no. But I'm, I'm still, judgment still out on Shamar for me because Clearly. I understand a lot of people like him and I understand what it must feel like to be in a tribe of ten where the only person that has the background, he's a big black guy which has got to be intimidating. And so you understand the, how he of, feels? Yeah, well, no, but the, a lot of the du- the duplicates as we have every season, all the little blonde girls on the tribe and then a couple like douchebaggy like guys who are in their 20s and really in shape, like that's got to be intimidating. So I think that it's still possible, and I'm just playing devil's advocate yeah. here, it's still possible that his message is just being lost in translation. He's frustrated. He, he's not coming. He's not being portrayed the way he thought he would be. He's not, or he's not being able to communicate with these people the way he thought he could. And in the real world, in the Occupy movement, movement the Occupy movement, um, <laughs> which is what made him famous essentially and got him on the show possibly. But he um, was a- he was able to be loud and outspoken and very just aggressive, and that doesn't translate in the survivor world. It doesn't. At it all. doesn't. But I mean, he even said in the last episode, he said, "I'm a big loud." black man and that's what I am you know so he's it's, just but, like but, proving himself well yeah. but right. 
it also playing devil's advocate that maybe has been his mo throughout his life and maybe he's had to re resort to that as, in certain scenarios to be heard yeah. and i feel like now is not the time to play that card mm -hmm. uh, we all do it some if i need if i need to gay out every now and then to let somebody know that i'm i'm here i'm queer i'm whatever whatever it is right i, I can <laughs> play your cards i can do whatever that. it is yeah sure and maybe I, but I, again I, if he was just a fan or watched you know one season mm -hmm. he would know that he would needs to shut the f up it's a terrible yeah. strategy yeah. Yeah. right yeah. if it is a strategy. And it's, and it's frustrating as a fan watching because even Reynolds said there are 50,000 people that would be lining up to be sitting in this position to have the opportunity to be on this show. And here you have this guy. Did that bring a ready. tear to your eye? It did. It did. <laughs> and it's he's ready to quit. And it, if you're a fan of the show, you hate quitters. You hate yeah. the line of quitters on the show. Clearly, you know, last season, Dana, we have Austin, we have Nayanka, we Purple have Kelly. Kelly. So many quitters. And it's really frustrating to watch people like that. And then to then, you know, have someone like Reynolds see it as his opportunity to stay in the game longer. He can get a footing in the tribe. And then, oh, you know, Shamar then turned it around. Like, I'll be loyal to you guys. I don't want to put you out. So he did a good job on spinning, right. quitting to them being loyal. Well, do we it's, think it's... Is it's there all any about getting attention. Yeah. That's all he wants. He wants attention. He got it. Is right. there any possibility it's actually a strategy? No. No. <laughs> really? No. I, I, again, I don't know. I Here's don't know. the thing. He's if it were a strategy, we would see that side in the confessionals, I believe, because then it would be showing us this right. is a genius I got all strategy. these guys fold, blah, blah, blah. This is blah. a genius strategy. If that is strategic, hats off to him. It's awesome. Yeah. But that, the fact that we haven't seen that, I, I would 100% well, say Well, maybe, maybe he's a method actor. Maybe, like a method no. actor, he has to be so in the no, character all the time. That's Philip. That's Philip. <laughs> he's, okay, let's talk about Philip for a moment then, because he's nuts. I, I said it last week, I'll say it again, he's batshit crazy. Totally. He's so nuts. He's lost it. He, he referred to himself, he said that, um, he said he's having the time of his life, he's talking about how he works out all the time, and the entire time he's saying this, I'm looking at his gut, like jiggling. <laughs> and right. he says he goes to the gym, and he works out with guys half his age, and he's like, I should be in the NBA. They ask me if I'm in the NBA, but I'm just this is how I roll. He's like, I play old school ball like 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 uh, Magic Johnson, and Larry Bird, and they're not used to that. What does that even mean? Huh? I don't know. <laughs> and then they're showing him like lifting the rocks and the yeah, logs. Like he's doing bicep curls with like a rock. Well, I right. think it was Andrew. She looked eating. over and said, "You need an audience. That's all he needs is an audience." Mm -hmm. <laughs> Which makes him awesome TV to watch and entertaining. <laughs> I guess. But I mean, it's just the butt of the joke. I mean, like, mm -hmm. the, the music is, like, funny when he's working out. It's like, dun-dun-dun. Like, I mean, they're all just making fun. He's the circus act. And his audience is the camera. I mean, he's clearly playing it's a joke. little. It is a little frustrating. Again, I'm going to just be bold and just say it. It's a little frustrating to see that the two characters that pe they're getting these sort of edits are the two black guys on the tribes. Maybe it's completely fair. I'm not saying it's not. It's just a little bit frustrating as a viewer to watch these, these stereotypes of these two characters play out. I know they're giving them that material. Mm -hmm. I get that. But I just don't know if, how I feel about the edit so it's far. It's with with Shamar, for example, I really feel like a lot of it's personality driven, too, you know, in terms of his race. Yes, he's the sole black man on his tribe. And as a white guy, I have no idea how that would be or how the mentality of the game changes. But just personality-wise, if you take out race in the equation, oh, he's, annoying. he's an abrasive, <laughs> annoying person. Yeah. And that's like last season we were debating the idea of Abby Maria. Is it cultural or non-cultural? We took different sides of that. So I don't know. I think a lot of it does Not have cultural. to do... <laughs> see, I, and again, I agree. I'm on Jerry. We see eye to eye and on again, a lot of this I know. Stuff. That's and how again, we're across yes. each other. Again, last season, what did I say? You said it was cultural. I it was cultural. I know. But then I, when we had Abby on the show, she said, no, I'm just a bitch. Yeah. I wasn't she, here that we, week. We asked her. You weren't here that week. We, we talked to her and she said, no, you know, that's my personality. And she was really humble about owning up to being a bitch on TV. I think also with Abby Maria, we saw... we saw an the, oxymoron. Well, we saw in the in the live reunion last last season that after watching yourself back, and I can attest to mm -hmm. this, you you see how you're portrayed. You live your life, and for how many years? Twenty, thirty years, and you you view yourself a certain way, and then you see how other people respond to you, and you're like, mm, all right, maybe maybe I have good intentions, but the way it comes across is a little abrasive. I can totally relate to that, and maybe mm -hmm. that's why I relate to Abby Maria. Maybe that's why I relate to Shamar a little bit um, because. I am abrasive. I know that about myself, mm -hmm. but I also I like to think I'm a pretty loving guy. And well, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. Amen. Oh. You know what? At least it's warm down there. At least it's warm. Maybe down you should there. go back and watch that episode again. Wow. Uh, well, I mean, I, I can totally relate, yeah. relate as well because uh, the di the difference with me is that I saw myself in that season in Australia, and I was labeled the bitch, and I was made out to be this horrible villain. In actuality, if you go back and watch it, I really didn't do anything to deserve any of that. And, but, but, but I do 
you know, I'll take credit for the material I gave them on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. You know, just it was sheer honesty. Mm-hmm. And so what I learned about myself was that being honest sometimes is not a good thing. You just need to keep your mouth shut. And we talked about this a little bit off camera, and I, w- I would just like to discuss it just briefly. Um, that you, people like you and me, we were able to, I guess, maybe go watch ourselves and make some changes. Yes. Because I don't think we're bad people. I think most people who know us would attest to that. But some people, a lot of people that go on reality, they kind of live in a bubble afterwards. They well, they, kinda, they, they love the attention. They're not there to be better people afterwards. They're not trying to learn anything. They just were, were there from the beginning for attention. And when they got it, they loved it. They didn't care if it was mm-hmm. bad or good. And they think that they're the world's greatest <laughs> right. players afterwards. It's changed a lot of people. Even like, you know, our friend Justin who did Amazing Race a few seasons ago with his sister. Oh, I thought you were talking were, about me for a second. No, no, no. <laughs> and they were out of control, like horrible disrespecting towards each other on the show. And then it literally changed their relationship afterward once she saw how she treated them. Like she didn't really get it until she saw that's it. Awesome. I think that's what you're trying to say. Yeah, yeah that's great. I mean, for me, I love to see that when people learn from their experience on the show show i mean i did not meet abby but Mm -hmm. i can say that watching that show i do did not want to because she was uh being just outright mean to people and it was not necessary in the context of the game to say the things she was saying it was interesting we met her i met her she was so nice in person she was like a different person she's a whole different she was a whole different person (laughs) so she's learned she's i genuinely believed when we we, she was in here for an hour with us that or she's really or she's really good (laughs) she's setting herself up but she we should get her in here this season definitely yeah we can definitely put you guys across from each other yeah like classic <laughs> versus new villain. It's always I try to be so I try to I I don't pull punches, but at the same time I try to give people the benefit of the doubt when mm-hmm. I watch these these shows. Um, and because for all of you guys watching at home or listening at home, think about think about it this way: How cranky do all of us maybe get if you're a little bit hungry or a little bit tired? Like have you ever been like I, hanging out with like your your significant <laughs> other or your brother or sister or whatever, and you're just really hungry and you just get in a really bad mood because of it? Imagine being so hungry and being able to do nothing about it and then being in the sun all day with a bunch of people you hate you Are know, you asking me to imagine it? No, I mean, you, you, you've <laughs> lived it. Everyone has a home. Like, it's easy to judge watching it when you, you can't really judge when you've never been in that situation. I like watching Survivor now with a big bag of chips. Right. <laughs> mm. Or granola bars. Yeah, or five granola bars, yeah. Or I like to make a smoothie out of snails and, and horse shit. <laughs> That's like, just, yeah. like They do that, like, one episode a season. <laughs> the first two things that popped into my mind, snails I, and I horse like shit. I like watching with my buff on. Yeah. No. And nothing else. Sure yeah. Nothing else. Speaking of I nothing do. else, I found out the name of the movie that Richard Hatches oh, were with the gosh. power enemas, which is another gay movie. So I recommend it. That's highly. what it's called. Oh another gosh. gay movie. That's you guys need to check called. that out. Yeah. So I'm gonna get you a copy. Make, oh God, I'll make sure not to watch it. <laughs> Let's talk about a another another alliance that seems to be forming. That's kind of unexpected for me, but kind of makes sense when she explains it. Uh, let's talk about Corinne and Malcolm a little oh, bit. Because yeah. Corinne says she's like, you know, Philip and Andrea have played this game together before. Um, so have uh, Dawn and, and Cochran. And Cochran, yes. And it just kind of makes sense that Malcolm and I team up. She doesn't know anything about Malcolm, obviously, because they shot these seasons back-to-back, so nobody knows Malcolm, which is interesting, um, it, which could play to his favor, I think. It will. And and they become an alliance very early on. Um, she said, well, then, let's talk about this. <laughs> Just like last week with this whole... With the whole this whole idol thing. Mm-hmm. It drives me ah. crazy now how easy it is to find idols. Right. If there's a hole in a tree somewhere, there's an Go idol there. stick your right. hand in it. Yeah. If there's an idol hidden Just here, saying. it'd be in your glass. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it is a joke. Oh, I'm so thirsty. It yeah. is such oh a joke. God, <laughs> it's always in a hole in a tree. That's always. it now. It's, it's ridiculous. It really yeah. is. And it's... Uh, they're not even giving clues anymore. at all. And you, you said also, like, what happened to Tree Mail? Yeah. Why don't they mention Tree Mail I'm anymore? I'm so mad. Tree Mail was great because it gave people the opportunity to go off in pairs and have mm-hmm. conversations and things happened around the Tree Mail box. And Maybe then- they didn't show it, but they still are, you know, it's clear. I bet they're still doing it because they did show in the other episodes Tree Mail. One thing in terms of Corinne, when you look at her in Gabon, she was aligned with Charlie and Marcus, the two kind of males from the season. So in her aligning with Marcus, look at the guys available on her tribe. I mean, she not Marcus. Malcolm. Hot her attri- <laughs> aligning with Malcolm is exactly what she did in her first season. So it's kind of, it's not surprising to me that she's with Malcolm just because she doesn't know about him. Who's she going to be with? Brandon or Philip or right. Cochran? No. Brenda. She's going, Somebody align with Brenda, she, please. But, but that's the thing. <laughs> 
Who's Brenda? She's the type of girl that women don't vibe well with, which we saw with Corinne. With uh, yeah, yeah. Girls are threatened by Corinne, and we saw that with Andrea, where Andrea was trying to al- al- already setting the the stage to get Corinne out of their six person alliance. And that's the thing. Like I think on this show, I think on the show, if you're not like a a pretty all American like Midwest looking type of girl, people are intimidated by you. If you're over the age of forty, I feel like people girls are intimidated by you. Or if you're not, if you're not the, the stereotype of what pretty is, like a little blonde or like a little brunette, petite. And Corinne's not. She looks like a woman, you know. And I think that's probably where you know someone like Andrea, who's a little bit younger, eh, they'll threaten by that. So I'm gonna I'm gonna make a play right now. Well, she saw her, uh, her and Malcolm getting really close and having like very intimate conversations, mm-hmm. which right. you know you should never do in front of everybody. Right. She, that's even kind of she even mentioned she even mentioned that one. too. She was just like. You know, when people going off having little conversations, you're always looking out for something, and they're they're being so obvious about it. And obviously, yeah. Corinne also said that you know that Malcolm was good looking and hot. So there yeah. is you, people can vibe and tell if there's she a little really attraction is like taking notes from my playbook. <laughs> she is. I, I find the good looking guy. And well, go weren't over you there. the first person to have sex on Survivor? Mm-hmm. I never had sex. On <laughs> I'm just <laughs> kidding. That was you to- and Colby. That was a total what? rumor. Please, I. <laughs> <laughs> Beg your pardon. Oh, believe me, I tried. I tried. I would try to have sex with Colby. It did not go anywhere. Yeah, I tried to get on Top Shot just so I could have it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there are so many jokes I can insert right now, but I'm yeah. not going to. Oh, come on. Insert. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I did it without even knowing. Jerry, looking at Andrea in terms of like the women not getting along, in terms of playing the game, you, Sandra, and Poverty, kind of, you know, you had a working female kind of relationship at in the alliance end. At the, towards the end. Yeah. So, in terms of the women mentality from experience, kind of what can you attest to or say regarding Andrea wanting to go right after Corinne? Um, I mean, I, I think she feels threatened by her and she's trying to take the, the heat off of herself, but I think she's being a little too vocal about it too soon. Um, that was kind of, that's what I was saying to myself when I was watching her like plot against Corinne without really good. Reasons yet? Right. It seems like too much too soon. Yeah. There's no I need to. Of, you said I, the same thing. And that always ends up biting people in the ass mm-hmm. because and you can't have something set in your mind like I was after poverty from day one in Heroes and Villains and she was with me at the end. That's why she got my vote because mm-hmm. I was like, you're still here. Yeah. <laughs> but had I known at the beginning, I maybe could have worked her with her a little bit better. Right. Yeah, I think it's um too too much too soon. I think that she was trying to make um make a case to get Corinne out before they'd even had an immunity <laughs> challenge or they, they didn't even know if they were going to tribal. And now, now that they ended up winning the immunity challenge at the end of the episode, now you've got to deal with that for a few more days and you have three or so more days for this to get out that you're gunning for her. It doesn't make sense to me. That's, also, why would you tell Brandon That's anything? exactly what I was like, going to say. There's yeah. no point even speaking to him. Yes. Like... You know, that's the new survivor. Much. This is like, I know I always go back to, oh, the old school, the new school. The new school survivor is I know, all they about. They should do an old school versus new, new school, school season. That's yes, it right should. there. That right. is what they should do. I've been saying it forever. But what would you fall in? You played new, you played old. She's old school. I'm old school. school. Yeah. I'm old school because I still played it old school. True. Based on you your know? original season. But uh, it's uh, like. Original season there right Nobody go. Nobody talked about strategy or voting people off before we even went to a challenge mm. back in the day. Like, you wait until you have to have that conversation right. Because it's like showing your cards too soon, mm-hmm. and just, I felt like it was normally like it, who performed badly in the challenge. That was it was sort of like that in the beginning too. Yeah, and then it just Ex- exactly it used to be. You used to have to keep the strong people around to try to make it to the merge, and it's kind of different now. But it is interesting though, because like we talked about last season, it wasn't that way. It 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 just it's just how the game plays out each season. Where. Denise and Malcolm were concerned, they just kind of lucked into the whole situation. I mean, they hung around and they, you know, but they were in tribal council every single week. Mm-hmm. And then they went into a merge as the swing votes and they never really had to play a dirty game. Mm-mm. They kind of, they were allowed, you know, to not play that way and it just kind of worked out for them. This season, it's like everybody's gunning for everybody right away and it's just like, I don't know who's in alliance with who. Everybody, it's always changing. Yeah. Um, every time before tribal council, I'm always like, well, it's going to happen. Yeah. yeah it's, it's it's Andrea's putting herself in the position of she has to be the number one person in power or else she's going to lose control. Because if she's playing her cards too soon, when you tell Brandon, it's just really right. risky. And I was shocked to see her. I thought she'd be more calculated. I still think she's going to go far. I know you disagree with me. Uh, but I, I, think, I hope I'm wrong. Yeah. Well, I, just, I think there's a reason why she sent you a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> really? Are we reading into this? I'm, of course. I read into everything. <laughs> if a survivor does it, I'm reading it. 
<laughs> That's cool. But well, yeah, I think uh, that to me says that she does pretty well. Well, let's hope so. Yeah, well, she sent, or she sent it to you already because she's going to be out of here soon. <laughs> she, she got it before she or was that, yeah. Yeah. Or that, yeah. I want to let you guys at home think. I want to thank you guys for listening and for watching us on YouTube, listening to us on iTunes. Um, please go on to iTunes if you guys are a fan of the show. And uh, you guys keep whispering. That's cool. I can hear you completely. It's really fantastic. No, um, you guys get on iTunes, rate, comment, uh, tell your friends about us. Uh, and also, if you guys do comment, we will comment back. We're going to try something new, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to let Justin talk about this a little bit, though. Uh, we want to give you guys the opportunity um, to connect with some of your favorites from the show because we have a lot of connections to a lot of people in Survivor. Yeah. So I'm going to let Justin that talk about me. that for just a moment. So one thing with fans versus favorites, we really want to try and connect fans with favorites. And what we're going to do is if you guys follow, we just created a new handle on Twitter, ABTV Survivor. So follow ABTV. TV Survivor. Hit us up on Twitter. Hit up our YouTube channel. Hit up our iTunes account. And tell us who your favorite fans are, what you loved about them. And, you know, if you do that, we're going to try and every couple weeks link up fans with their favorites over the phone on our show so they can talk to their favorites, ask them some questions, and bring fans together with some of their Survivor favorites. So it's going to be really fun. I know as a huge fan, even sitting across from Jerry every week, it's awesome. And it's an honor. So it's Here's an opportunity for you guys to be linked up with some of your favorite favorite Survivor players. And we're really lucky because here at Afterbus TV, we have a lot of liberty to do these sorts of things. Mm-hmm. They kind of give us a little bit of, a little bit of, a little bit of space to like do these cool sorts of things that not a lot of other people can do. And we have such great connections being here in Los Angeles, having a three-time player on the panel. Um, mm-hmm. it, it, we can really make some cool stuff happen this season. So you guys, make sure you get on iTunes, on mm-hmm. a YouTube, and comment. That's your best best chance. Also. Uh, Follow us on Twitter. Yeah, yeah tell us who your favorite us. favorite survivors are. We want to hook you up. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to be better at this whole Twitter thing. <laughs> this whole Twitter. And I can only do it with your help, so Twitter away. <laughs> Jerry, Jerry Manthe. Wait, how many followers do you have? 6,000. You have like eight more followers than me, I think. Oh, oh. oh. oh it's All right, on now, now. now it's, it's a competition. <laughs> Come so on, people. Let's move into the immunity challenge. There was no reward challenge tonight. Which kind of made me sad, but there was a reward with the immunity challenge. Yeah, and, lawn, and chairs. lawn chairs. I love that. But they also and got a tarp. tarp. Yeah. yeah, the tarp's big. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let, let's, it seems trivial, but how much does it really matter to have lawn chairs out there? Is it actually a luxury that you that you will use that you want that you use, or is it just if silly? It's there, yeah, because I mean, sitting on that bamboo or sitting on logs, really, and then the the bonier your butt gets, the more weight you lose. Mm-hmm. It, it actually is. It's a total luxury to have a chair of any kind. To so it in. seems trivial, but it's actually kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, I guess. It uh, is pretty it's cool. Padded too, so padded. <laughs> you could use that as a, a pillow. All right, you guys. We've got a caller on the line. Yeah. Hey, this is AJ at Afterbus TV. Who do I have on the line? Hi, is this Dallas? Oh, oh my god. god! No, it's not. But I am doing Dallas in an hour, and I would love you to call back what the in. Hell? You pay her to call every no. week to do this. I'm sorry. What is your name? My name's Stevie. Hi, oh. guys. Hey, Stevie. 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 How's it going, Steve? The, Stevie, this is actually the Survivor after show, but I cover Dallas no, in no, an no, hour. No, no, That's Steve from Survivor. No, we have the right uh, person now. They linked now. in the right caller. Yeah. He's oh. been chatting with Jerry and I on Twitter. Oh, my God. Okay. Hey, Stevie, what's up? <laughs> we fell hey, for that guys, one. What's up? How's it going, buddy? Hey. It's going great. I want to say thank you to Justin and Jerry for tweeting me all the time. It makes my day every day. Aww. You're welcome. It's fun. We need an awe music. Yeah. But I just wanted to say, um, this was, like Jerry said, kind of a dud of an episode. I was excited to call in tonight and talk to you guys, but I'm glad they showed hope for like 30 seconds so we could uh, <laughs> know who she was. <laughs> we saw her ass on the way out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice buns, by the yeah. way. Stevie, as and I also wanted to say... Oh, I'm sorry. What? Oh, no, go ahead. I also wanted to say, if they found Shamar on YouTube, which I didn't know until tonight, can somebody recruit me already? Hello. <laughs> I know. Your video was really funny. I enjoyed it. I watched the entire thing, I have to say. Oh, God. What was I the video? I rewatched it after you said you watched it and was so embarrassed. Uh, <laughs> pretty much. He basically held a tribal council uh, at his house. Everybody voted on what his house name was going to be. By himself? That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and it was Everyone just, should it, check it out. You're really, you cut it together, so it was really interesting and quick-witted. Mm-hmm. I liked it a lot. I feel like you and Justin would get along just fine. <laughs> That's why we tweet each other. <laughs> so, That's right. So, um, I also wanted to say that uh, as much as Shamar is a pain in the ass, um, I really want him to, I mean, I'm afraid he's going to hurt somebody, but I also really want him to stay around in case they do a tribe switch because 
can you imagine like the fight between Shamar and Brandon and Philip? <laughs> <laughs> that's classic. That would be some good TV. That's awesome. Yeah, Shamar <laughs> and uh, Philip fighting for attention from the camera would be very interesting. <laughs> oh, it's going to be fast. I really hope it works out that way. And that Richard Hatch movie, don't watch it. Oh! <laughs> Have you watched it? It's terrible. Oh, I've seen it. Yeah, it, it, it was the most shocking thing. <laughs> oh, no. It's bad, right? Stevie, where are you calling us from? Oh my god. Where are you calling us from, Stevie? I'm sorry, go ahead. No, where are you calling us from? I'm calling from Muncie, Indiana. Really? I actually grew up 30 minutes from Muncie, about 40 minutes from Muncie. It's a small world. Do you know a little town, uh, Salina, Salina, Ohio? Oh, yeah, I go through there all the way, all, all the time on my way to Cedar Point. I love, I love Cedar Point. Love Cedar Point. Point. <laughs> you guys. Well, Stevie, I want to thank you so much for calling in. We really do appreciate it. Thanks for being a fan. I'm going to check out your video later. Okay, thanks. Bye, uh, take care. Bye. Bye. Yeah, call again. See, that's awesome having fans call. <laughs> Muncie yeah. Indiana's got a call. Muncie, Muncie Indiana. Indiana. I know Muncie. That's awesome. How do you so spell funny. that? M U N C I E. They have a really good club volleyball program. That's the only reason I know. Shut Spry. up. I had a friend who played there when I was in high school. Oh my gosh. So, so funny. funny. <laughs> he is so annoying with the small town references. It's always about sports and weird shit. <laughs> That was fun having uh, someone call for Survivor and not for Dallas. Yes, exactly. Thank you for calling. If it was just you on the show, we wouldn't even heard him and just hung up on him. Wait, just wait. I'm still confused because he's seen. He saw that happen before. He watches the show. Oh, he made a joke. It was him being funny. (laughs) (laughs) I thought there was a second caller, and they just passed through the second caller. I thought it was too. I didn't know you made the joke. He's funny. He's good. Yeah, he's really. I was like, sorry, asshole. Call back on an hour. (laughs) Okay, Stevie. Yeah, hey Stevie, if you ever come out to LA, you have to come on the show. Yes. Yeah. Still on the couch that yeah. Justin yes. fell off of once. We won't remind him. <laughs> and so. I'm, tr- I'm trying to get one of my favorite uh, Survivor fans in here. His name's Erno. Oh, fun! And uh, you, you guys. Is that are- his birth name? Yes, it is. He's from Finland, and oh, wow. I gave him the tag name Creepy Finnish Guy. <laughs> and ever since then, he's he's been all over the internet. Creepy wow. Finnish Guy. Yeah. Are you sure we want him in the studio? Oh yeah, he's he's harmless. Wow. He's, just, he's fun. Hi, Erno, re- if you're listening. They're really close. It's really <laughs> a friend from Finland yeah, from that, Twitter. That Who's she's creepy. that she's renamed. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Your birth name isn't good enough. <laughs> I mean, your name's Erno. Erno. Yeah, I get it. Moving on. All right, back to the challenge. Immunity yeah. challenge. Okay, so another water challenge. We're really, I'm excited about this. This one looks really cool to me. I would love to do this challenge. Um, a little bit short and not a lot of strategy involved, just a lot of muscle. Yeah. Um, they have to, the entire tribes have to swim out to um, this huge bamboo cage. Then they all have to climb up over the cage and drop down into it. Which huh. seemed high risk. It did yeah. seem a little bit high risk. I thought risk. someone was going to jump on someone's head. It and just seems, I don't know, confined. It was Phillip even hard struggled. for them to film it. Yeah, Philip struggled a little more than he should have. Since he's basically <laughs> at the caliber of an NBA player, right? You yes, think he'd yes. be a little better? As physical as he is, right? Um, no. And he always has that speedo. On, Someone so had to put a... their hand practically up his butt to get over the. <laughs> so they get out there, and the fans jump out to an early lead. They, they look like they're 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 doing well. They get down into the cage. They open the the door underwater facing the beach they open theirs first and they get their their crate their crate's heavy um but they're in the water so whatever um they've got their crate they're heading out and and favorites are still struggling um so it looked like it was going to be i thought it was going to be runaway yeah i thought it was going to be runaway win for the fans again because they're they're pretty physical yeah and the the faves kind of caught up in the water part faves i love it the faves they caught up bringing the chest they were actually first to get their chest on the track so then after they got the chest out of the water they had to put it on a a long wood kind of train track and then you had to use rope and a metal ring to get on a latch by tossing it and then bring the tracks together. You had to do that three times. And it all started off, it was again, Malcolm versus Reynolds throwing in something to hook onto something else. And, and Reynolds kicked ass. And yeah. they were both doing really well okay, and then so we they decided clear, not Justin to do it anymore. I think fan no, of Reynolds. I, th- I no, think so too. Right. What is with the Reynolds obsession? No, I think he's an underdog <laughs> right now. He's a, he's a good tosser. No, no. I do not hate Malcolm. You hate Malcolm. I do not hate Malcolm. I do not Malcolm, hate I hope you're watching. I do not hate Malcolm. <laughs> what I like about Reynolds is he is the underdog right now and I think strategically he's going to be able to maneuver and get further in the game than people think he's going to. That's I don't what know I if I'd call Reynolds an underdog. I think, but, I think uh, he's an underdog right now because yeah. he's on the outs of his alliance. Uh, and I'm rooting for the he's underdog. He's one of the last pretty people. Left. He has an idol. I mean, I don't think but he's an underdog. Reynolds latched his right away. Yeah. And then Eddie went. Eddie missed. Eddie missed. missed Eddie missed. a lot. Then Shamar did it. Shamar latched it right away. The the the, the fave side, you had Philip doing it, Malcolm doing it. Then it was Brandon versus Eddie. 
Why in the world did they let Eddie try again and over again and again and again and again and again and miss, 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 miss? Stupid. And can we just like just just take a moment to just point out that there's no place for any of the women on either of the tribes in this entire challenge. Right. Does that bother anybody else? Like the girls, like that's almost like every challenge to be honest with you so far. Not really though. When it comes so far, well, this season, yeah, Yeah. and they have been very physical. I like I like when there's and I mean. Obviously, most men are stronger than most women, but we saw last season. You saw Denise. Denise she was balling right. the shot call on every episode. It was pretty like an even. Yeah, but and I also like, want to say too. Sometimes the, these challenges have rules that you know we at home don't see. Because I would say that mm. nobody got mad at Eddie afterwards and like brought that up really. So, in my mm. opinion, maybe you couldn't move on until you made it. Yeah. Or, no, or they did switch out. They went from Eddie to Shamar. Maybe it's you can only do it once. Yeah. Because they maybe. Eddie did it the second time, miss, miss, and then Shamar stepped in and did it. Because no one got missing. crazy on him. He kept missing and missing and right. missing. He was like at the playing the ring toss at the carnival that yeah. no one ever gets. And, and then, it's not and then, like they were standing behind him going, hey, man, let me do it. Right. And on the other side, <laughs> too. They weren't just like, because one of you just pulled, pushed him out of the way yeah. and said, fine, yeah. let me fucking and, and if you think about the other side, too, Brandon, he tried the second round doing it, missed, missed, and then Philip stood in and did it. And then, and then Brandon again. He maybe that was a hidden rule that you right. could only do it once. Or That's maybe what I was thinking. the editing of the challenge itself uh-huh. was a little. Or maybe they're all male chauvinist pigs. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, so the nice fa- segue. The, the faves, the faves do come back and they end up winning this challenge. And it was it was a cool one. It was exciting. It was close. Um, I love how afterwards they go back um, back to camp and the fans are of course trying to dissect why they lost again. And Shamar's furious because he didn't have his goggles because he gave his goggles to Reynolds and then Reynolds was like, oh, you could have had him back and whatever. So Shamar starts to I'm like Shamar. Now is not the time. You just did well in a challenge. So let's leave yeah, they won. Right. I'm they, like, why are they even no, 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 no. Oh, that's they right, lost. they lost. That's, but Shamar did I'm well. I'm confused now. He right. hooked one. He did, he did his part. Right. Lay low. <laughs> Just shut Just up right shut now. up. Yeah. He, that's the thing. He doesn't know how to <laughs> shut up. He likes to be the center of attention, stirring the pot. I think he just doesn't want to be there. I think he's looking for a reason. Without quitting, he's looking for a way out. I um, I have to agree. Actually, after what we saw this episode, I really do think that he was almost trying to get voted out. Yeah. Which and infuriates me beyond belief. Mm. On the flip side, though, I love, love, love Laura. I love her comments. She, she said, she good. goes, she's like, you guys, I really just suck today. She's like, at one point, I think I was doing backstroke in the wrong direction. I don't know. I just love her. I love her. Like, <laughs> it, she's so candid. I love that because I'm like that. I, I appreciate that. I just, I want to like get in there and like tell her to stand up straight. She has really bad posture <laughs> and I'm worried for her. Mm. Stand up straight, girl, because I'm telling you, when you get older, that ain't going to be comfortable. You're going to be cute. You're going to need like no. orthopedics or something <laughs> to fix that. Do it now. You did, a, you did a very good impression, facial expressions of Laura. I was I was laughing Thank about you. it. Thank yeah, you. So watch that. On I'm YouTube. really good. Oh, well, I missed I'm, it. I'm really good at being like kind of like a dumb blonde. <laughs> okay. I am, but she is not dumb at all. No. no. Laura and Sherry are running that tribe. That's yeah. what, that, and that's the interesting thing. And that's I'm glad you said that because these challenges are very male dominated, very yes. physical. But I feel like the men are not in charge of this tribe no, at all. No. I feel like the women are, and that's and that's cool. Even though the women are getting voted out. They're like well, the weaker it's women. The it's expendable the prettier women's. ones. Yeah. yeah, the pretty girls. Right. And well, they're getting voted out because they don't want the guys to go home because they need, they think they need the guys for mm-hmm. strength and the challenges. Mm-hmm. So, and but, I think there are enough guys on this tribe that aren't like young douchebag types. Right. You know, with the beer, uh, beard, Matt. 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 I, I mean, love Matt. And Michael. Yeah. And yes, Matt. I think they're, they're the types that these women could um, talk to in a way and get them to understand that, look, down the road, if, they, if it needs to come to that, um, I think it, when it kind of already has, but I think they understand that. So it's not necessarily like a women versus men's thing. Mm-hmm. A men thing? Men's? Men's? Yeah. Men's? The men's room? The men's, the men's is going to get sent home. Yeah. Well, no. so the, the, Isn't he a wrestler? He's a wrestler. <laughs> when they went to get water, it was Laura, Matt, and Sherry. And that's when Laura came up with the idea of let's split the votes in case the idol is played. We'll go three for Eddie, three for Hope. We'll have the guys vote for the guys, or for Eddie, and the girls vote for Hope. Then if there's a tie... We'll then change our vote to hope. And so Laura and Sherry devised this plan. Again, in the new school of Survivor, always planning split votes because of the idol play yeah. and the fear of idols. I hate it. I and hate it. Uh, Yeah, it's it's tricky. Split votes always kind of scare me. It's more fun. But it is more fun. And it, it, it is. It's a, And sometimes it's like it hurts to mm-hmm. like... Ooh, Think you of want all me to the what? Scenarios. what? Yeah. Right. I mean, a lot of people have made mistakes and they went in. Tyson. Vote. <laughs> yeah. Like, wait, what? What are we doing again? Or you see, like, Shamar, even, he was like, wait, well, I'm, wait, what? Yeah. Who am I voting for? Yeah, just okay. tell me what to do. I, I know, I can't believe, like, as great a position as he was in, that he then started stirring the pot trying to get Hope to save herself. Mm-hmm. 
I'm like, I thought that's again. I thought for sure Shamar was gonna get sent maybe, home. Maybe that was his, maybe that was his only hope. Because he hates Eddie, and so like he's hatred of wanting to get rid of Eddie. And just here's the thing, though, that was the interesting though. If Hope really thought about it, okay, so Hope thinks about it and thinks, okay, if they're gonna split the vote with me and Eddie, I should just vote for Eddie. I will stay in the game. Let's say they did flop and vote Shamar with us. Even if I vote for Eddie out of safety, I still will be in the game. Yep. So hope voting for Eddie this episode would have guaranteed pretty much that she would have stayed there. in the game. Right. Yeah. So yeah, th- she's not the bright one. She had an opportunity to save herself. And instead, instead, and the thing is, to look at this, I don't know, as an outsider, <laughs> I look at this and I say, Hope, if he's coming to you right now and giving you this information, you already know that he may be in an alliance, but he's on the outs in his own alliance. You know this this guy, he's already been talking about quitting, he's already, whatever. This guy is down and out right now. And if he's coming to you with information, you should probably listen to him mm-hmm. because that could turn around to be a really great ally for you down the road. Yes. If he's going to go to you in a, point, a place where you're vulnerable and save you when he's been a little bit vulnerable lately too trust him right now. But he's almost, your chance. He's almost gone to the point where nobody trusts him. You know, it's just Sherry well, is doing Sandra Bullock, Sherry, Sherry <laughs> is doing such an amazing job of keeping him reined in and keeping him in the game and even Julia, we saw Julia for the first time give a little confessional, the race car driver brunette girl, that she can't stand Shamar. We have Laura can't stand Shamar. All these people in his alliance can't stand him, yet they're saving him and they're keeping him. Can't stand is very different from voting out yeah. in the world survivor you have yeah. to you have to play with that mentality you have to understand the people we can't stand they're probably the ones i should keep around but here yeah, the bigger picture yeah. is what i don't understand and they're doing this on both tribes both tribes have a majority alliance of six when you do that and you don't keep the outsiders Wait, can you say that one more time just in case reynolds watching how many does it take to be in a majority of <laughs> uh, tribe six, six reynolds not reynolds, four six six continue so both <laughs> tribes have a majority alliance of six but what they're not doing is in that majority they're not having each people take some of the people in the minority and making them feel safe. So if there's a swap, there's a switch, you have disenfranchised members on your tribe that will, in the drop of a second, go switch to the other side. So I don't understand how you have this six alliance, but then you're not saying, you take this person, you take this person, keep them a little closer, so then if there is a switch, or when a merge happens, you don't have these people automatically ready to, to screw you over. Nice word of the use of the word disenfranchised. Yeah. yeah. Very political for a moment. Oh, wow. yeah. You know, it's weird because there hasn't been a tribal switch in a long time. Mm-hmm. And there really hasn't. That used to be a thing when we, whenever I, I played it, I think it was the second time where it was going on so often in seasons that we were all really paranoid of it happening. And sure enough, I think it happened twice on the All-Stars. Mm-hmm. You know what I think I think is? Cochran was the last one that switched sides, right? Oh, yeah. Otherwise, everyone, they always talk about it, but when they get there, no one ever does it. You know what I think it really is? I feel like the last few seasons of Survivor, they've really, with Boston Rob season, with last year, with the, the comebacks, the who were sent home early in their seasons, whatever, the med- medevacs. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and I feel like... They're really trying to get certain people to win each season. They bring back people because they want them to have another shot at winning. And I think that the least the least amount of switching up that they do gives them the best opportunity oh, to yeah. still win. And I feel like that's kind of happened. And it's these these seasons feel a little bit tailor made to help to help a Boston Rob win or or a Russell Hance win or um, uh, Mike Scoopin or mm-hmm. some of these these players that are coming back. I would have loved it if Scoopin won. Mm. That'd have been great. He's your boy. I love. Mike I did Scoopin. like him, but he was he was, he was probably in the final four. He's probably my fourth favorite. <laughs> I mean, I thought he was fun. He's fun to watch. Like he's a doofus. I understand. It's you understand so much better why he went out the original season the way he did after watching this season. He's yeah, he's very he's carefree accident and prone. careless. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I just I was so just in love with with, with Denise and Lisa Welch mm-hmm. did. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That was it was a great that was a great great season. That last was a great season. season. It was yeah, exciting. It's, it's, it, I think that's part of the problem with this season is it's got a really really big shoes to fill. Well, I also think that every single season, in all fairness, because I do watch back these these uh, these afterbus shows and I. I I realize I'm a little bit critical on Survivor sometimes. I'm only critical because I absolutely love the show. Mm-hmm. I've watched 26 seasons of it. I've been obsessed with the show since high school um, and or my first year of college. That dates me a little bit. Um, 
But I'm uh, obsessed. You just dated me, actually. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but I, I, I was on that season you watched that's while you were in I just, college. I just got in high school. Yeah, but I, I'm, okay. I'm obsessed with the show, and and Justin's not a fan at all. At all. <laughs> but every single season is like this. The first, and this is this is what's so interesting about Survivor that it still does so well because the first half of every season is kind of shit. It really it's is. always really. It's like uh, you're kind of getting to know people. You're not really in love with it yet. <laughs> but the second half of Survivor, there's nothing on TV like it. Right. Like once you get down to the final, like after the merge, and then you go into like the the jury. That's when it's just oh, it's so exciting. Right now, we're just getting rid of people who do not deserve to be there. Right, they're just they're worthless. Well, it's, it, there is a level though. There is more so in these seasons, more strategy being played earlier on. Earlier, how we were saying in classic Survivor seasons, you vote off the weakest members. That doesn't happen anymore. Mm-hmm. It's who are who are you forming these alliances quickly? Who are you getting off because of alliances right away? Shamar would not have stood a chance in a earlier season of Survivor the way he's acting, no. but because people look at him as a vote. He he's going to be out there for a while, but but there you have to. <laughs> again, I'm looking at this objectively. That's how the game has evolved. That's what though. I'm yeah. saying, and that's the game now. Yeah. The, the reality is that the game in, in Australia Outback is not the game that it is. You know, fans are favorite season 26. It's 100, not the same game. 100. percent Some people can make the adjustment and come back and still rock it. Then you look at somebody like Colby who came back and played later on and. He bombed. Like he was not in great shape. His head wasn't in the game. Like some he didn't want to be there. Yeah, that's. I mean, really, what happened was on day one, everyone else was playing the game, creating alliances, and he was just like, "Dunk, dunk, yeah. dunk." Got on the beach. I'm laying yep. in the Me sun. and Tom are gonna be buddies. He didn't. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't adapt to the new style. Yeah. No, it, it is like, a different yeah. game. It's being played before we even get dropped out there. That's, right. That's what especially it's like on now. a season like this when all the faves know each other. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's that is, really getting played. You can before. guarantee they all talk Which, to each other for sure. before they left. Which may be uh, part of the reason why Andrea, going back to the beginning of the episode, maybe that's why Andrea's trying to get rid of Corinne right now. Maybe they have something outside of the world of I Survivor. I guarantee that, you they do. Exactly. So we go to a revo. <laughs> Justin go, looks totally upset right now. <laughs> right. He, just, likes, yeah, he likes to believe. That is unfair for the fa- the, qu- the fans. No, it's not. That's the game now. No, what's unfair it, to the fans is the the fact that the not a fan is the fan. I agree with yeah, that. We've that already, that's no, what's annoying. We, we've fans. already established that, but it's also <laughs> I'm rooting for the fans. I'm rooting for Sherry and Laura right now, 100. But as a fan, you sign up for the show and you know that yeah. they've done this before, so it is all yeah. part of the game now. Well, yeah, and then yeah. you look at too the first fans versus favorites. On the final four, you had three favorites, one fan, mm-hmm. and she was basically dragged along. You know, mm-hmm. so it's kind of the the like you said, these seasons kind of are a little bit more tailor made for the returning players. Yeah, which I love cuz I just cheer for the, the for the favorites the entire time while you guys all are pulling for the fans. Not except, y'all. except for Andrea. I'm on the fence really. I yeah. Yeah. I just want it to be a good season. Yeah. That's all. I want it to I be want competitive. Some big moves. Yeah, right. I want people to I play. want someone to be bloody. Well, we're in trouble. <laughs> I want someone to scream about being hungry. They never scream they're hungry anymore. Well, they're either. eating in every shot. I mean, yeah. I'm like coconuts. What is that fruit thing I see people eating? I want to know what that fruit yeah, is. Yeah, I, I, I think I saw good. somebody with Jamba Juice. Um they don't they don't, <laughs> they don't lose the weight that they used to lose. Yeah. I don't see it. But so, we go into a revote, and you guys are all saying hashtag revote while we're watching the show and cracking up. I was like, you guys, everything doesn't have to be a hashtag. You're like, look, it's on the screen. Yeah. <laughs> CBS did that. So, uh, we go understand. into a revote, and what happens in a revote, you guys, for anybody who's just now watching Survivor for the first time or hasn't it's seen this It's changed over the years, though. Yeah. I didn't even know what the rules were. Yeah. I was like, what, what happened? Where's what? the rocks? There are nine <laughs> votes, yeah. Yeah, that's if it's a revote of two, I believe. Or, I don't know. That used to be the case, and it changed. If the vote can't change. Yeah. Well, what happened, and this could have happened, maybe it would have happened if we'd gone to another revote because there are nine people voting, three three votes go to Eddie, three votes go to Shamar, three votes go to Hope, okay? <laughs> and then those three are not allowed to vote in the revote. We could have had another tie. It could have been totally. a 2-2-2. Two, two, two. And then maybe then they would have had to get some colored rocks out. But that didn't, it didn't I wonder, happen. I wonder what they do. I'm going to ask around and see what the new yeah. rules are. Because back in my day, it was if you had any previous votes against you, whoever mm-hmm. had the most... Was then voted out, and that's all. That ultimately, at the merge, played a huge role. It was huge. Oh, yeah, it was huge. Yeah, I, I, I forgot. That's because that. everybody was sneaking out. Who has the hidden votes? Who has the cast votes? And you guys played it off like you did, and you didn't. No, 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 no. They didn't. They. That's what they. Uh, no, nobody even knew that I had as many votes against yeah, yeah. me as they did. But Jeff Varner accidentally yes. at a challenge was bragging to someone that he got the first vote was, of the season. And that's how we knew to vote for him. Mm-hmm. Isn't that crazy? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Crazy. And I'd love... I, this know, information's priceless. It's crazy. Yeah, right. Let's get a copy of the rules for next week. Okay. 
No. <laughs> okay, I'll see if I can. I'll see if I can. But then you go to Survivor Marquesas. That's the first season we had the, the rocks pulled with, with. I don't like the rocks. With pa- uh, Pascal. He pulled the rocks and got eliminated. It was Nalia and Pascal and Catherine. And Aaliyah? Nalia. Oh. Nalia. I love Pascal. Uh, Pascal and Pappy and Vesepia. And that's when they. That was the first season where we had this rock pulling. And Pascal actually pulled a rock. And thankfully. Sandra's like, no one's called me. Oh, we got to get her. Um, Are we calling Sandra? Are we calling our special guest this evening? I've called twice and she hasn't picked up. It's ranked for like 10 minutes. Call again real quick. We want Sandra on the line. Send her the phone number. I guess I... Cats out of the bag, you guys. We're trying to get Sandra, two-time winner, on the phone right now. Get and her on the phone. Apparently, there's some technical difficulties. We've only got a few minutes left, but we're going to try to get her for you guys. Oh, we have if, to get Sandra we'll on here. We have to have her calling again, too, when she positive has energy. time. Put out the positive energy. Yeah. So, so. <laughs> the re-vote. Hope, so, hope you guys, someone sent just, home. Someone just called uh, me the rose among the thorns of this show. Whoa. <laughs> what? Thanks, Stephen Lehman. <laughs> Is that no, we could get a new, We could get a no, new co-host right. like that. <laughs> right. What happened to our last co-host? Good luck finding one that <laughs> She's got the safest seat on this panel. Yeah, good luck finding one that won't flake out on you or call in stone and not being able to get here. Oh. <laughs> We're not saying that applies to anybody. <laughs> Revo, Revo, hashtag, hashtag, yeah. As we're getting a little bit off track right now, let's 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 make some predictions for next week. Before we're going to try to get Sandra on the line, still see if she can call in. Ryan's going to go take care of this. It looks like oh, he's making he's making, making stuff happen, happen right um, now. Let's talk about what he's what right now. she Ooh. is. Yeah. You guys, okay? So we're just changing up the whole whole process. Hey, this is AJ at AfterBuzz TV. Is this Sandra? Yes, AJ, how are you? How? I was just saying, you must have been dialing the wrong number because my phone did not ring. <laughs> Sandra! Sandra! Girl, it is not me calling Sandra, you. I apologize you. for that. It's it's me. How are you? I miss hey. you. Man, look, I was like, man, this dude said he's going to call at 9 o'clock. I'm calling in my bed at 10. I'm going to give him one more minute. <laughs> So Sandra, first of all, thank you, thank you for uh, for being here for us tonight and for hanging in there. I know it's late where you are, um, and I know you also haven't been able to watch the episode. I hear there's some there was some some issue on Basketball the East Coast. Games. Yeah, oh. I to watch at like one in the morning or see it on CBS tomorrow because I was trying to come to CBS right now and say, well, let me see if something's up, but. There's nothing there. Yeah, they don't air until later because of the West Coast. So, well, you haven't seen the episode, but what do you think about the season so far? What do you think about this this format, the fans versus favorites? They've done it before, but what do you think about the season? I don't know. Every favorite that's not that's there is not a favorite. I don't <laughs> every fan that's there is like I don't know where they got these people from because I hate when they make rookie mistakes on day three and day six. I mean, like it's crazy to me when there's so many potential better people they can cast out there that really know the game and will really get it moving on day one. That You know, I hate to talk about heroes and villains, but when we got there on the beach on minute one, we were already strategizing and playing the game. These people... They're in La La Land. I don't understand. <laughs> it, is really, it is really frustrating. We were just talking a moment ago because we, we have a super fan on the panel with us, Justin. He literally can name you every tribe of every season and tell you like who was on what tribe before and after the merges. He, he knows it all. And to see some of these, these quote-unquote fans on this, on this, this season kind of frustrates me. Um, and we, we talked about how we think that these seasons recently have been very – they tailor them for these returning players. It seems like like they did with Boston Rob season, um, like they've tried to do with Russell Hance, I believe, um, like they tried to do last year with Mike Scoopin and with Penner. I feel like they bring back certain certain quote unquote favorites again, and they try to give them the best opportunity they can to win. These don't seem like fans to me. Do you, do you see that happening yeah. at all? Well, the reason why the the returning players do so well is because they have the experience of going out there. They have the experience of seeing these challenges or seeing portions of the challenges played out again to where they know what it is they need to do to get the job done. Like when they did that um, last week, that that challenge where they went in the water and pulled the sticks out. Mm -hmm. Well, the fans, they said that they went in there into the challenge and nobody really knew what anybody's strengths were. But uh, on... You know, when you have a bunch of favorites that have already played the game and been in all these different challenges, with the exception of me, you know, I sit everything out. <laughs> I wasn't going to say it. Like, pay attention. So, of course, the, the favorites have the upper hand. But 
But these fans, you would think that from watching Survivor that they would know a thing or two. Well, I think what you're really saying also is that after living the experience and then watching it on television, you know your strengths and your weaknesses and you know what to play to. You say you sat out every challenge and that's that's a joke and that's funny, but it's your strategy and it worked for you, obviously. It worked better for you than it's worked for anybody in the history of Survivor. Um, so yeah, I under- and you know what? And, and to talk about that for a second, at the same time, too, a lot of the times if they're like really pinned up on winning, they're like, okay, we're going to sit this person out. So it might not necessarily be that I want to sit every challenge mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. It's just sometimes that's the way the cards fall. Am I right, Jerry, when you guys wanted to play bowling and, and Coach wanted to eat pizza? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, and then we ended up... <clears throat> you guys are you guys are going to sit out because I'm hungry. Okay, well, then, and they lost anyway. It was, Still, we got yeah. the for it, although we didn't choose to sit out. But I guess since we don't speak up and say, okay, no, I don't want to sit out. I want to actually play. You know, whether I play or sit out, it doesn't matter to me because my game is elsewhere. Yeah, it, well, that's the smart way of looking at it. Sandra, I have to let Justin ask you a question right oh, now. Because sure. he, Hi, Sandra, how's it going? He's dying right now. Sandra, I it's love you. very good. You're Justin, one of my favorites. Before you say Justin something, I want to say that I was looking at you guys this last week episode, and I'm thinking, damn, that guy is hot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, that's the best compliment I've gotten. Thanks, Sandra. I love it. I'm going to turn really bright red now. You're bright. Thank he's you. bright red, Sandra. He's bright red. Thank you, Sandra. Thank you very much. He is. He's really cute. I'm really bright red right now. Yes. Uh, Sandra, Aww, question. I wish I could see you. Oh, you got to come to L.A. and come join us in the studio. Yeah, you're coming to the rally, aren't you? No, no, Jerry. You oh, know poop. what? It is just too much. It's always you want to come here, you want to come there. They spread me thin. I got stuff to do. Oh, you're so you got, popular. You got stuff going on. Who's going to get us coffee this year? Oh. Sandra, I've got a question for you. Okay, you are obviously an amazing player. You've won the two out of two times you've played. So what would be your advice to, one piece of advice you would have given to the fans before playing and then to the returnees? Because you played both ways and won both ways as a returnee and as a, as a fan. So what would be your advice, one as a fan, to the fans, and then to a returnee player? Okay, to the fans, I would have to say pay attention to detail. That's something that I always advocate. you got to watch what's going on always. Great. Does what that a, sound good? Yeah. yeah. I like that. Yeah. What That's about great advice. Bert, he's writing it down. That's why. Men, I got a Players mental note. Trust no one because it's a <laughs> trustless game. That's right. I love it. I love it, Sandra. Although you know you could always trust me. Aww. Sandra, since you've no, been on the show. Gary, you know what? Girl, I don't even want to start with <laughs> <laughs> But you messed that up. I know you blame me and I blame you, but at the end of the day... No, I don't blame you, know. you. I blame Russell Hance. At the, at the end of the day, Sandra won twice, and you did it. Just, it, it is one of those. I know. Do an interview without saying that name or the other name that Philip keeps throwing around. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you. I, I really don't say that name very often either. It's like the name that no one should say again. <laughs> he who yeah, shall not I be named. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I want to thank you so much for staying up and for calling in tonight, Sandra. I adore you, and I hope to see you again soon. Yes, we love you. Yeah, yeah. of course. I All love right. you, Sandra. I miss thank you. Thank you, Sandra. Call me when, when I've watched the episode. Yeah. Yes. I have more to say because I don't even know who got, who got voted out. Tell me. Hope. Hope. One of the, one of like the useless blondes. I it right. I just knew it. I said, that chick is in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> support is in trouble. If I would have been home, girl, I would have worked my magic. Well, that's why you're the, the queen of Survivor. <sighs> what do you think of Shamar real quick? What about Shamar? You know what? I don't, you know, yeah, he's nice and fat and maybe he's very warm at night, whatever. But I can only take but so much sarcasm and laziness. You know what I'm saying? Like... On day one, he's already complaining about the shelter. I would have said, "Yo, homie, you gotta, you gotta chill. You gotta take take a deep breath, and you gotta be a team player. And you better move your ass." That be, <laughs> that needs to be the title of next week's episode. Yo, homie, you gotta chill. You gotta take a deep breath. I love that, <laughs> Sandra. Thank you so much for calling. You can in. be a yoga instructor. We'll, we'll yeah. be we'll be in touch throughout the season. I do hope to see you again soon. Okay. All right, you guys take care. Take Thank care, you for having me. Bye, bye, Sandra. bye, Sandra. Sweet dreams. Bye. I love I her. Oh my god, I love god. her. She's so funny. Yeah. and that's what she's so real. Yeah, oh, like she's just straightforward. That's what that's what I love about her. Like um, when I did a different show, I, every time I had her next to me, I was like, god, and man, that, here comes some truth. Y'all better be ready. Yeah. And that's the crazy <laughs> thing about Survivor is that, and this game will drive you nuts. That's why you look at Russell Hance, who arguably, in some ways, and I know I just said his name, and the I, name you hate that, that should not be spoken. But in some ways, he's a genius. In some ways, he is a moron. He'll never win the game. He's not a it's, genius. It, it, He's it's, not. 
He 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 recreated the game of Survivor. He did things no, in Survivor that nobody's ever done no. at that time. And but the problem is, he doesn't have a full game. You know, she's uh, she's smart enough to understand that. Look, sometimes your team wants you to sit out, your tribe wants you to sit out over and over again. You sit out. He wasn't there to win. Yeah. Well, it's not about. It's he was your, there to be if famous. You're, if you're there to get a bunch of attention and be famous, then you can make a bunch of choices to make that happen. But it's not a winning strategy. Period. It's just right. not. Yeah. I think the second time he was there to win. I think no. it drove him nuts. Uh, I think the second time he went. I think he wanted to win each time, but he just didn't effectively do it. What no. is your guys' interaction in person? Like, when was the last time you saw him? Do you guys like speak? If he's anywhere at anything I'm at, I don't. I don't engage. I, mm. I tried uh, once, and then all he did was yeah, tell me a bunch of lies. No, he just he just kept lying to me about his personal life, and I knew they were lies because I knew the real story. Mm. And he he just lies. He's a pathological liar, okay. and so I'm sorry. I, I played no. a game. <laughs> I played a game, but in real life, I don't have to play it. You know, I can just walk away. Yeah. So, if, so if he yeah. should call in, how would that go? <laughs> Bring it. I, Looking forward wow. to that, you guys. Honestly, I have. We need I just won't probably ratings. say anything. I probably won't oh. say anything. That's and that's fine. Well, you guys, look forward to that this Great season. Great rating. Well, that's going to be happening. Don't do that when I'm on vacation. Stay tuned. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe I'll say everything I've been wanting to say. Oh, Who knows? Yeah. Tune in and find out. Right. That's all I'm going to say. I guess we'll have to have wine that day. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> well, you guys, we are a little short on time, so we're going to skip right past the uh, the predictions for next week because, I mean, I think we all know it's going to happen. Do we? Uh, Shamar, oh, Shamar's, Shamar's going to be an ass, and it's going to be more oh. Shamar, Shamar, and we're not going to hear anything from Brenda. Right. And so, Sherry gets a little crazy. Sherry does get crazy. Yeah. We'll look forward to that. I want to thank you guys all for watching tonight, for tuning in. I want to thank Sandra so much for calling in. Um, you guys, I think you will be out next week. Justin's out next week, I but will. we do have Jillian Larson here next week from Survivor Gabon. She's going to be talking about a great, great organization and a, a charity fundraiser she puts together in Temecula every year called Reality Rally. So we look forward to having her here. I will be there. Me I too. will be there. Yes, nice. I will. We'll be there I will, as well. I will be after, after Buzz is going there we're too. Putting you, we're putting you to work then. Yeah, because we uh, after Buzz is going to be there. Oh. After Buzz is covering yeah. it. <laughs> well, Boom. I'll be there already then. Oh, perfect. <laughs> well, Jerry, since you have eight more followers than me on Twitter, I probably shouldn't say this, but where can our uh, viewers and listeners find you on Twitter? At Jerry Manthe. And you can also find out more about me at jerrymonthe. Jerrymonthe.com. Jerrymonthe.com. She's got British. My Twitter is Justin F. Walter, website justinwalter.com. But also, again, all the fans out there, hit all of, all of us up on Twitter, Facebook, iTunes, and the ABTV Survivor. ABTV Survivor. Follow us. He's wearing me out. I'm Ryan and Carrillo on Twitter and Instagram. And you can also find me, Ryan Ellen Carrillo, on Facebook. Did you say Ryan Ellen Carrillo? Ryan hey, Ellen. <laughs> Ellen. DeGeneres. <laughs> We're all British Alan. tonight. You can follow me on Twitter at underscore AJ Gibson. Also check out my website, ajgibson.tv. Thank you guys so much for being here. We look forward to seeing you again uh, next week, same time, same place. Bye. Team Andrea. <laughs> Executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 